The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. This is the WGNS Action Line, talking with Rutherford County newsmakers about what matters most to you. Now your host, Bart Walker. Hey, good morning to you. Welcome into the Action Line from WGNS. Our county mayor is with us this morning, and we're focusing on Rutherford County. So if you'd like to join us in conversation, you can talk or text, whichever you prefer. But keep the comments dealing with Rutherford County. Mayor Joe Carr with us this morning. Joe, good morning. Morning, Bart. How are you? Doing great. Hope you had a good Christmas. I did. And you? Had a great one. Sure did. Absolutely fantastic. And uh, New Year's around the corner. Right on top of us. <laughs> right on top of us. Oh, boy. I tell you, a lot happening with Rutherford County. Uh, General Assembly is about to reconvene. It'll come around on the 9th of January. I think that's right. And I know you're looking forward to that. Well, I am. Um, I've um, Rutherford County has a tremendous need uh, that we need our uh, five state representatives and two state senators or seven members of the delegation we need them to respond to this um, looming crisis and uh, if we don't um, get the response uh, that uh, the general assembly has already given other cities and counties obviously we're not asking for anything other than what they've already given other cities and counties um, and the way that we can pay for growth but if we don't get it it's going to require uh, the mayor and the county commission to make some uh, very um, serious but unfortunate decisions as it relates to growth in this county. Now, you're talking about impact and development fees. Yeah. What th- is the difference? Yeah, so <clears throat> that's a great point. So um, a week ago Monday, uh, the Paula Tour at the Chamber of Commerce um, did a forum at the Chamber of Commerce with the state delegation, uh, all seven members of the delegation, uh, myself, some members of the county commission, and then representatives from the home builders and the realtors. And basically, it was a forum to discuss, you know, what let's identify the problem uh, for Rutherford County, and then let's try to work on potential solutions to resolving that problem. You know, the, the problem for Rutherford County is symbolic in uh, what I would refer to as the symptom. And the symptom is, is that uh, unlike other counties surrounding us, like Williamson and Wilson, and like the cities of Murfreesboro, Smyrna, and Laverne, uh, Rutherford County uh, does not have the same opportunity uh, and set of tools uh, that to pay for growth other than raising property taxes. So what we have historically always done is Rutherford County's run up big budget deficits uh, to pay f- for growth. And growth and that, infra- and that infrastructure related to that growth, and that growth is not just water and sewer and roads, which the developers and the home builders uh, provide when they put in a new subdivision, but it's also, by definition, schools, new schools, it's expansion for fire services, expansion for EMS, emergency medical services, expansion for solid waste, expansion for sol- uh, law enforcement. So all these are infrastructure and any time you expand uh, or grow, you have to expand that infrastructure. That, the expansion of that infrastructure to pay for those services, fire, EMS, law enforcement, schools, et cetera, 
in Rutherford County is borne by the property tax holder. And the property tax holder in Rutherford County receives little or no benefit for the expansion of those services. In Murfreesboro, Smyrna, and Laverne, Williamson County, and Wilson County, those municipalities, those counties are able to assess what's called an impact fee or develop, and or a development tax. And those are targeted specifically to fund the expansion of those services. And so Monday night, a week ago, and I'm getting kind of long-winded here, but I'm getting to your question real qu- as quickly as I can. So, so Monday night, you know, I, I wanted to make sure that all the participants in this forum, uh, the mayor's office, um, the county commissioners, the home builders, the delegation, understood what the three terms were and their definition. Property taxes is, for purposes of this discussion, is meant to pay for not, it's not meant to pay for the government to go out and buy a bunch of stuff. It's meant to pay for the services currently provided and the upkeep and maintenance of those services provided by the residents of the county. And so uh, development taxes, as opposed to impact fees, development taxes typically, unless stipulated in the code, are go to the general fund and they go, they pay for the expansion of services as determined by the county commission and the mayor. Impact fees cannot be levied unless there's been a study done. Now, that's case law. And so there has to be a study done. From that study, you get an, a range of what the impact fee is for, uh, whether it's for schools or roads or parks or fire, EMS, whatever, and the amount of, the, of that impact and what the impact fee sh- should be. So there are three different. And and so what Rutherford County is asking is we want the ability to do what the municipalities and other counties already have, and that is to assess, let, let growth pay for itself so we do not have to anymore have to raise property taxes to pay for growth. Let me be sure I understand this now. So you're looking for some way to cover the cost of expanding fire protection Police protection, things of that sort. What we're in the new in areas that are getting new buildings, new uh, homes. Indirectly, what we're asking for is what the General Assembly has already granted other county commissions and other city councils, and that is the ability to make that determination. We don't have, by statute, the ability to make that determination. We can't pass a resolution saying okay, we're going to levy a development tax or we're going to undertake an impact fee study to determine feasibility and how much it was going to cost and what we're going to use that impact fee for. We can't even do that. The General Assembly has prohibited Rutherford County for doing that. They've allowed Williamson County to do that. They've allowed Wilson County to do that. And they've certainly allowed Murfreesboro, Smyrna, and Laverne to do those things. But they refuse to allow Rutherford County to do the very same thing. We're not saying we're going to do that. We're just saying we should have the, be able to exercise the same option they've already given somebody else that they've prohibited us by statute from doing. When you ask them, why are you allowing them and not us, what do they say? That's the $64,000 question. Well, what uh, are they about to say I've had, something. I've had two members of the delegation tell me directly they do not trust the county commission. Okay. And what's ironic about that is... The funny thing about that, and it's 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 a historic it's a hysterical comment, because Rutherford County 
is one of three counties in the entire state. There are 95 counties, mind you, Bart, and we're one of three counties in the entire state that has a AAA bond rating. Now, if there's ever a reason to trust a governing body to do something, especially as it relates to being financially and physically conservative and sound, it would be this county commission. Now, make no mistake about it. The county commission, the mayor's office, we have our challenges. We do. We butt heads regularly, sometimes too often uh, for the good of the county. But at the end of the day, this county commission and the previous county commissions have done an exemplary job in running this county's finances. And it's no more better illustrated than the fact that we are one of three counties in the entire state that has a AAA bond rating. There is no reason for any member of this delegation not to trust this mayor or this county commission with its finances. I mean, for the very first time in a very, very long time, we have a balanced budget. We have a working balanced budget. And that is that is an incredible accomplishment. But I'm going to just I'm just I'm on the record of saying, and I'm, I'm adamant about this, there are three things that this county has to have, and that it has to have its AAA bond rating, no more large budgeted deficits, and we will not raise property taxes again to fund growth. We won't do it. So something's going to have to give, and all we're asking for from the delegation is exactly what previous General Assemblies have already authorized the cities of Murfreesboro and Smyrna and Laverne and Williamson and Wilson County, and that is for us to determine for ourselves through impact fees and development taxes, if we so choose, to pay for growth. Now, when you stated a moment ago what you uh, indicated was their reply, you obviously disagreed with that because there was a long pause Afterwards, Yes. So let's fill in the words in that long pause. What do you think is the reason that they're doing what they're doing? I think, I believe that our delegate, parts of our delegation, not all of them, but a significant part of our delegation believe that the property taxpayers, by the way, there are only, there are over 105,000 different parcels in Rutherford County. Each parcel has an assessment attached to it. But I believe that the delegation or a majority of the delegation believe that the property taxpayers of Rutherford County are no more or less different than any other special interest group, like the home builders, like the realtors, like the developers. And quite honestly, I don't fault the home builders, developers, and the realtors for protecting this financial turf. I mean, they're receiving a subsidy from the property taxpayers to develop and make money. They're they're just defending that subsidy. I, I understand why people defend a subsidy. It's 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 great. I mean, you get when you get the government to give you a check or give you a pass on providing a service that any other any other entity would have to provide for. That's a pretty significant financial benefit. So I really don't blame them. But you're saying this is only happening in Rutherford County. It, it, it's not just happening in Rutherford County, but the problem, it happens in other counties as well. The difference between Rutherford County and, let's say, Coffee County or some other county is our growth here. We, the, it, it wouldn't be an issue if it weren't for the growth. And the growth is putting a strain on the services we can provide with the existing financial tax structure we have at our disposal to fund for that growth. The only thing, the only tool that we have, this county has to fund growth, is raising property taxes. I did that. 
I would have never in a million years thought I would have had to do that. As a matter of fact, I was told by a couple of members of the, our General Assembly that they thought I was bluffing back last year. He said, oh, he's bluffing. He's not going to raise property taxes. Joe's a conservative. He's never voted for a tax increase before. He's not going to raise property taxes by 26 cents or 16%. I don't play poker, Bart. I play chess, and I'm looking at this chessboard, and I'm trying to figure out how to make sure that the property taxpayer of Rutherford County is treated fairly, because right now they are not. They're bearing the entire burden of the growth of this county, and that's not right. And come January the 9th, that's when the General Assembly reconvenes. Will this be a hot and heavy issue, or do you think they will just sort of glaze over it? I, I don't know. I, I, it, it, last Monday's, I hope it becomes a hot and heavy issue, but I don't know. Uh, I know that um, the when the uh, president of the Home Builders Association um, got up and spoke, he was asked directly by one of the dele- members of the delegation, is there a way for you, the the Home Builders Association of Rutherford County, Middle Tennessee, and the state Home Builders Association to compromise with the county on being able to uh, uh, allow for impact fees and or development taxes? He was emphatic when he said no. He said there's no room for compromise. We are not, not going to be supportive of this in any shape, form, or fashion. And he was quite emphatic. And so... As a result of that, what the home builders and the realtors are saying is, is that we are not going to negotiate with the county in trying to resolve this issue. And so if they will not negotiate with the county in resolving this issue so that the county commission and the mayor can have the same authority already granted to other cities and counties, we're not asking for anything more and we're not going to accept anything less. Unless we're given that same authority to pay for growth, they'll it'll it'll be it'll be a hard pill for the home building industry to swallow because it forces the hand of the county to do okay. We are going to have to cut services because that's exactly what the home building community has said. That's what members of the delegation said. Well, you need to just cut your budget. I'm going. You know what? You're right. We're going to cut the budget, and the first place we're going to start is we're going to start on those services that are required that support the expansion of the home building and the residential community. That's where we've got to start because that's where the burden is. But isn't it the public that hurts with that? I mean, you're talking about fire protection, police protection. Is that what you're talking about? No, I'm not talking. I'm not talking about that. We will never compromise the public that I am talking about the services that the county provides the the uh, construction and home building community so that they can develop uh, their new subdivisions develop their the build those new homes it's those services okay. that's where we're going to start because that's where we have to start because Bart the county is if we were have if we just had a one percent growth rate we wouldn't have be having this conversation if we had a half percent. If we were growing like Hamilton County, Hamilton County is growing by less than one percent a year. We're already bigger than Hamilton County, if not if not close to it. If we were just growing by one percent, we wouldn't have this problem. But we're growing by three percent or more, and that is it's that it's that's putting that strain. We're the fastest growing county in the state. We're growing by almost ten thousand new people every year. Those ten thousand new people are demanding and rightfully so, the same services that everybody else is receiving. We've got to turn off the spigot so that they understand there's no room for them here right now. Until 
everybody comes to the table with an understanding of what's required and what's necessary we're gonna it's gonna force the county commission in the mayor's hand and i'm not gonna play i'm not playing poker on this i'm just not now if the general assembly allows you to have the same ability that the other counties have that you've mentioned yes sir the other municipalities right if they say okay let's give it to rutherford county the same thing right will you then have to uh negotiate with the home builders no, at, at that point no because you just do what we, we, we do what we need to do now however that i will say this it it doesn't remove the home builders and the realtors and developers from lobbying the county commission to ensure that their voice is heard on whatever resolution we decide we want we need to pass i mean absolutely so their lobbying efforts and they are quite extensive and uh they spend a lot of money Hundreds of thousands of dollars every year. So what are you saying? What am I saying? Yeah, I mean, it sounds like you're saying you pay us. And no, we'll... no, 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 no. I'm not saying that at all. <laughs> oh, for, forgive me. I, I was no way implying. <laughs> That's what, what it sounded no, like. No, no, no. Forgive me. What I was saying is because the, uh, the, the these special interests, not just these special interests, but all special interests. I mean, you've got the TEA and the NEA, and the you got uh, the home, the, the chamber. You got all these special interest groups spend a lot of money to hire lobbyists to uh, advocate for their uh, particular cause. That's on the state level. That's right? at the state level. They, I don't, they don't do that county level, do they? Well, there's not. It's not necessary for them to because we don't have the authority. However, if they were, if we were ha- to have that. Uh, authority, I could see, imagine where some of their efforts to influence and lobby the county, uh, uh, Rutherford County, uh, the state would shift to Rutherford County as you know, so that they could hear their voice. And I'm not opposed to that. I don't. I'm not opposed to uh, them lobbying the county commission. Uh, what I'm opposed to is the fact that Rutherford County has been singled out, and that the home builders are, are emphatic as positioned by their leadership that there is no room for negotiation whatsoever based on what you have seen so far will this come up early in the general assembly or will it be one that's you know tags along at the end i I don't know um i i'm hoping we can reach some kind of resolution what i want to emphasize is is that what rutherford county needs is we don't need the delegation to be the gatekeeper for the home builders, the realtors, and the developers. We don't need the uh, delegation to uh, uh, to consider us, the property taxpayers of Rutherford County, as a special interest group on par with the home builders, the realtors. We are not a special interest group. We are the, the stakeholder. There's only one stakeholder here. People like to throw around the word stakeholders. They need to look up the definition. There's only one stakeholder here, and that's the person paying the bill. And the entity paying the bill for the new growth right now is the property taxpayer, and that's what I'm trying to fix. Our Rutherford County Mayor, Joe Carr, is our guest this morning. We're going to pause for just a moment. When we come back, we'll be talking about Do 3 for Rutherford County. And what exactly is that? Do 3 for Rutherford County. That'll be our topic when we get back. And if you have a question or a comment, we'd love to hear you too. 615-893-1450. Weigh in. We break in with traffic, news, and weather bulletins anytime. 
Good Neighbor Talk is your 24-7 connection. WTNS, AM, FM, and online. Hi, this is Jenny with Ryan Flowers Coffee and Gifts. Ryan's has been here for almost 100 years serving the community. I feel so blessed when families ask us to help them say goodbye to their family. I do everything that I can to make it just perfect for your final goodbye. Give us a call and we'll make that memorial tribute for your loved one and family. Ryan Flowers Coffee and Gifts, 615-893-7134. 117 South Academy Street. WGNS is powered by Middle Tennessee Electric. United Communications, MTE's internet company, keeps growing. It announced in August a multi-year project expansion. It will create 1,400 root miles of new fiber optic lines capable of delivering multi-gig internet service. This is Peter Demas from Demas's Restaurant. Our family wants to wish you a Merry Christmas. Christmas is about an incredible act of love to be treasured every day of the year. It's about the sacrifice that God made for us sending His Son to this world as a man to redeem us from our sins. In Luke chapter 2, verses 10 and 11, the angels proclaimed, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. Merry Christmas from Demas's Restaurant. This is Amanda at Animal City, inviting your family to come shop with my family here at 919 Northwest Broad Street in Murfreesboro. We have a variety of toys to offer the necessary enrichment for almost any type of pet. Whether you're looking for a climbing tower for your ornamental shrimp, something to keep your hedgehog happy, or a kitty condo, you can find it here at Animal City. We carry products to make your life with pets easier. Come check them out at Animal City. Animal City, 919 Northwest Broad Street in Murfreesboro. We'll see sunny skies here this afternoon with a high in the mid-50s, south winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight's slight chance for rain, cloudy alone near 31. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 31. Hi, this is Gator with Tire World Off-Road. We're your local rough country dealer. So when you're ready to add some character to your rig, ask for Gator at Tire World Off-Road on Memorial Boulevard. This is Sean Brown at Tire World on Broad Street, online at tireworld.us. You may think money problems are just impossible to fix. Get sound advice with Dave Ramsey, one to four weekdays, followed by certified financial planner Jason Qualls at four. Happy birthday to Kayla Stafford. Kayla Stafford is our winner of the delicious banana pudding from Slick Pig Barbecue. Kayla Stafford, congratulations and happy birthday to you. Also, Jason Kelton is our good neighbor of the day, always takes care of his customers at Kelton's Hardware and Pets. Jason Kelton's going to be receiving flowers from Jenny Harrison and the family at Ryan Flowers Coffee and Gifts. I'll bet you know somebody who should be the good neighbor. Let us know who they are. Send us their name, address, and phone number. Tell us why they should be the good neighbor of the day. Our guest this morning, Rutherford County Mayor Joe Carr. It's the doorsteps of the new year. And some exciting new things possibly happening in the yeah. new year. Uh, do three for Rutherford County. Tell Bart, us what Bart, that I, is. Bart, I got to ask you. I'm I'm sorry. My ADD is kicking in just okay. a little bit. Where's the clock? The clock? The clock. I don't know what the clock you look at, but mine is right there. Okay, well, I'm missing my clock. Yeah. Okay. Well, just I want to make sure I don't run over. All right, okay. so, no, I won't let you. Okay. Well, thank you. I'm just like, <laughs> where's my clock? Anyway. I'm sorry. That's okay. 
Is that one? No, back you've there rearranged. Working? But you've the listeners don't know this, but you've rearranged things here. You've opened up the lines of sight, and I really like it. I like well, we're what trying you, to I've, fix I've, it where I've, we can see each other. Yeah, I like what you've done with it. I really do. So my compliments to your decorator. <laughs> I'll have to look around and see if I can find a clock for you now. No, don't don't worry about that. The, I, I haven't just, looked back here behind me. No, this, it just seems like there was a clock right there, but it, it doesn't matter. I dig, We digress, seriously digress. We're going to talk about Dube 3 for Rutherford County, right? Yeah, there's your clock back <laughs> back there. We'll use that I, one. I think that picture that I see is the same one you're seeing. Yes, it is. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, listeners. <laughs> My apologies. We didn't want to shake you up too yeah, much. You just tore me all to pieces over here, didn't you? <laughs> I didn't realize such small changes oh, shook you up. you have no idea, Bart. <laughs> Do three for Rutherford County. Yeah. What is that? <laughs> well, we had, uh, for some time, we've had, when I've spoke to civic groups about this issue, this disparity, the, the, the discrimination that Rutherford County seems to have to endure, um, we had a number of, of citizens who were upset about it, and they wanted to know how they could get involved. And one of the things that we found um, that they wanted to do was they wanted to know how can we contact our legislator? How can we make our voice heard? Because there was a recent poll done, and I'm not going to go into particulars of the poll, but it showed that 80% of Rutherford Countyans wanted growth to pay for itself, either through impact fees and or development taxes. 80%. So if 8 out of 10 Rutherford Counties believe that it's the right thing to do for growth to pay for itself, as opposed to being burdened on the property taxpayer, perhaps that there's a voice there that needs to be heard. And so... There was developed this website, and the website is, for your listeners, helprutherford.org. Helprutherford.org. So H-E-L-P-R-U-T-H-E-R-F-O-R-D.org. Helprutherford.org. And if you go to help, type that in to your search engine, either on your phone, your tablet, or your computer, it'll bring up a survey question. And that survey question is basically a yes or no question. Do you believe that growth should pay for itself and if you answer yes it asks if, if you want to sign a petition if you answer no then it asks you if you'd like to send a letter to your state representative or state senator uh saying hey we support higher property taxes to pay for growth if you again going back to the question if you say yes then it's going to ask you would you be willing to sign a, an online petition in that regard and so if you say yes, then you filled out, fill out the information for that petition. And then uh, once you've clicked send, then it's going to ask you, well, of, of these issues, and there are five issues re issued related to growth, of these issues, and I think they're roads, schools, senior issues, uh, public safety, um, and something else. I can't remember the fifth one offhand. But they'll ask you to pick three. And then from those three... There's a note or a letter that's gen automatically generated that you can go in and edit, and then based on your address, it'll send that to your state representative and state senator. And so because of the number of people, and I mean literally hundreds of people that have asked me when I've spoken about this at senior citizens' homes, uh, retirement centers, uh, rotary those kind of things. I've asked, how can we get involved? How, what can we do to make 
our voice is heard. And in every case, I said, please contact your state rep or state senator because they're the, they're the gatekeepers on adjudicating this issue. And so we've, what all, all that's been done here is a website was created to facilitate that process. So your listeners go to helprutherford.org so that uh, you can have your voice heard. Very good. Now, the high-tech corridor, which is in the news so much these days, Rutherford County's section of I-24 is that high-tech corridor. This is sort of a test, I guess you could say, of it. Uh, We have the visuals there already. Uh, They're not fully operational, but some of them are working. Right. Uh, We understand that uh, we're going to be possibly the testing center for those pay lanes. That's right ways to get the traffic through there more quickly. Uh, what is, tell us a little about that and, and how that uh, is going to work. Well, they're going to take, they're not going to build new lanes. So if your listeners are thinking they're going to build new lanes, they're not. They're going to take an existing lane and allow you to expedite probably through the HOV lane uh, if you want to uh, pay for that expedited access. I've got... Um, I've got some questions about it that haven't been answered. I don't know how making one lane uh, a toll lane, as it were. They say it's not a toll lane, but it, I don't know why it wouldn't be. You pay for it. You're paying for it. you got to pay to get access, which is essentially what a toll lane is, which is interesting because you're paying for infrastructure that is already built. And the legislature, what's funny about this, this is great. Thank you, Bart, for this wonderful segue, (laughs) a little comparative analysis. So the General Assembly approved this this idea to make uh, uh, people pay for access to something's already built. Yet we can't, they won't allow us the ability to say, if you want to build it, you got to pay for it. You see, you see the yeah, irony yeah. here? This is like, this is incredibly ironic. They're okay with making you pay for something that's already been built so you can have access to it. But, and those are your tax dollars, by the way. But we can't say, if you want to build it, you got to pay for it. It's just like, this is perfect. <laughs> Let me ask you, <laughs> Thank this, you for the segue. <laughs> has this been tested somewhere? Does somebody else have one? I have no idea. But what I don't know, what I can understand what it resolves is we have a certain number of vehicles on a certain part of the roadway every day at a certain time. H- how does this change that? I can see horrible things happening. I don't see. How does this? Well, let me wait, ask if you. We have, if we have 100,000 vehicles traveling I-24 between Murfreesboro and Nashville every day between the hours of 6 and 8, just I'm just making up numbers, and they say, okay, we're going to take one lane and make it a super access lane for buses and for those who want to pay for that access. As, this is what I understand the issue to be. How does that how does that change the equation of we need more bandwidth? We need more. We need more lanes for the traffic, or, Let me ask you this, or we need to reduce the traffic. Since you are the county mayor, yes, that sir. puts you as the great guru. <laughs> now, great guru, let me ask I'd you. I'd rather a talk question. about the clock that's missing. <laughs> <laughs> the traffic. Uh, they're wanting this to to move more quickly, and get to work without all of the stops. That, that you is have. not true. That is not true. Why do they want they, it? They're want, what they're want, not wanting. I mean, why does the traffic, why does the person wanting, drive it? See, that's the, that's the fallacy in this. They're not wanting to move the traffic more quickly. But what, what does the person in the car want? 
Well, that's what the person in the car wants, but that's not what the goal is. So you got well, what's the goal? The, the goal is to manage travel times better. That's all. So if your travel time is an hour, you're going to get there within an, plus, an hour plus or minus. If, you're tra- if you believe your travel time's fit 30 minutes, you're going to get there plus or minus there. So it's to change the expectations of the traveler so they're more so there's not all this accord this accordion effect on the roadways it's just it's to deal with this accordion effect they believe a uh, t dot believes that that is a large component with regards to the frustration the drivers are having the, it, this doesn't do anything about increasing the number of lanes it doesn't do anything about reducing the number of vehicles it tries to move them smoothly correct without stopping correct now we Which still have road we, rage. <laughs> we still have people who want to get there quickly. Yeah. And if someone in front of them is not moving as quickly as they are, that creates issues. Now, you have a fender bender. We're, we're, we're trying to get 10 pounds. In of, one lane. That's right. A fender bender. Now, will you be able to pull off on the shoulder, I guess? I don't know. Where's I, the I, shoulder? I, well, well, it's still there. Okay. Okay, but my, I'm, I'm but, trying to figure out how you're going to get the wrecker and ambulance and police cars asking, in there. You are asking all the questions I'm asking. The fact of the matter is, is we're trying to put ten pounds of sugar in a five-pound bag. So you think they're going to approve this? Uh, it's already been approved. Oh, okay. Now the legislature that it's already. Well, let me back, back <laughs> there. The funding has been approved, but the concept has not. So the legislature's got to approve the concept. And that's where the general assembly conven- convenes. That's my understanding, yes, sir. Okay, so uh, that'll be first on the list, probably. Probably, it's the governor. It's the that and the governor's education initiative. All righty. Well, let's move on to another issue. This one. <clears throat> Sent in by a listener. Rutherford County has uh, sold much of their downtown property, but they still have some undeveloped land in the downtown area, as well as other parts of the county. Tell us about some of the developers that are looking at the land. Does it look like we're going to get something new and exciting for our community on this land? So I'm not sure what property he's he or she's referring to that rutherford county owns well uh let's they, i know Mur- i know murfreesboro has some but not rutherford county rutherford county uh has a dearth of property around the county as a matter of fact you don't uh, you don't recall any downtown well i don't not saying i don't recall it i just don't know what they're referring to specifically we, we, we have some small parcels do around we own the old jail location no we don't own the county jail land. The old, the old jail location. The old, the, the one that uh, is vacant land. Now. I don't believe so. It's Rutherford County Jail. It was. It's not. It's been sold. Who Mayor Mayor Ketchin sold that. Okay. So it's we, just sitting there. It's just sitting there. We do not own. It's a private developer owns that now. We do not own that. Mayor Ketchin sold that. Mayor Ketchin sold the old Murfreesboro Bank and Trust building on the north side of the square. If you mean. He sold that. We don't right. own that anymore. So, and that's the point. We Mayor Ketchin sold the, sold several parcels, and so now there's a dearth of land that the county's. And with the growth of the county, we need to keep our properties in case we have to build additional administrative facilities. Um, that's the challenge we've got going forward. So you don't have any property on which to expand if you need it. We have, we do have some, obviously, like we have the Goldstein building, uh, but that's currently occupied. 
Um, but we don't, in my mind, we don't have enough. We have some properties, and we have a number of properties throughout the county. I want to be real clear. Um, but are they suitable for county administrative purposes? In many cases, they are not. Uh, in some cases, uh, where we can work out an arrangement for somebody to come in and provide jobs and economic development, we would certainly consider that. But it's a it's a parcel by parcel um, uh, occasion. I mean, like example, we have a large parcel of property out at the Kittrell Elementary School, out in uh, the Kittrell community. We still have some uh, unused property there, and so we're talking about uh, making that a um, a conservation area or a park potentially. We have, of course, the 17 acres on Singer Road, uh, 17, 18 acres on Singer Road. We have. 17 acres on G Street and Weekly Lane where we hope to put the forensic center. So we have we have parcels throughout the county, many parcels throughout the county, um, but none that the mayor's office is in negotiation with a private developer. Here's a listener who's asking. They say they live in the county, not in one of the municipalities, and they have a Christmas tree that they would like to recycle. Do they take it to the convenience center? No. They, you can take that to uh, the, uh, the composting facility on Singer Road. Murfreesboro has a composting facility, and I believe they will chip that for you there. But call call them because they will take it. I be, and I believe it has to be tinsel-free, if I'm not mistaken. But call the, chip, that, uh, the Murfreesboro uh, Composting Center. It's at Singer Road and Florence Road. Okay. Give us an update on the Middle Point Landfill. We're hearing all sorts of things. Yeah, so uh, we had an exciting, we, we signed a contract for the um, uh, contractor to begin moving dirt the, as a civil contractor. The, uh, the award went to Moody Contracting um, here in Rutherford County, and we're real excited. Uh, they w- will begin literally moving dirt uh, gen- uh, after the 1st of January. And uh, we expect to have a groundbreaking ceremony sometime later in January, maybe in February. Um, but we're real excited. And so we're now uh, uh, moving along with the process of putting out to bid the, the construction of the actual transfer station itself. So uh, dirt, uh, movement of dirt on the transfer station begins here in the next week or two. So we're real excited about that. And congratulations to Moody Construction for getting that award as the low bid. And so the bid for the actual construction is going to be let soon. Yeah, the well the construction for the facility. So we I believe the bid for Moody on the dirt work was like 5.4 million, maybe a little bit less. And so they are going to be responsible for the site work. Um, and so there's probably about 3 months, maybe 4 months of site work that has to be done uh, and then we can uh, probably begin the construction uh, of the facility itself. Uh, we've got to bore underneath the river uh, for to get uh, water and sewer. Um, Murfreesboro is uh, graciously um, allowing us to access that facility on the other side of the East Fork of the Stones River. And then we've got to renovate uh, Landfill Road. And so after that, uh, it'll be... We hope are we are hoping to be operational. It's our expectation to be operational by March 2025. Now, where will this transfer now. for people who just <laughs> tuned in? Where will the transfer station be? The transfer station will be at the end of Landfill Road. 
uh, but it won't be a convenience center, so it won't be open to the public. It, it's uh, you'll still have to use your convenience center. It'll be it's for truck large truck traffic only, and so it's not for it's not for the it's not for the general public. And so this is over by the Middle Point landfill. Yeah, it's behind. It's behind. If you go down, if you're going down Jefferson Pike, um, it, and you turn uh, just past the Walter Hill Volunteer Fire Department on your right. Uh, and turn right uh, if you're going west to east headed toward Las Casas you would go about a mile and a half down landfill road and it's at the end of landfill road is this where the old landfill was yes it's exactly right as a matter of fact we've had some inquiries in from several different corporations uh, wanting to um, talk with us about doing recycling and composting and these kind of things and so uh, we are now looking at turning that whole area back there into an ecology park that's dedicated toward uh, composting, recycling, uh, the transfer station. So it's 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 a it's a uh, it's an ecology park. Do you think this time next year we will fully be in recycling? I mean, mm. we're not quite there yet. It, it, it's going to require some legislation for us to get there and more education it's a it's a process part i do believe that the future for rutherford county is in diverting as much of our solid waste out of landfills as i can as we can uh but we are anticipating middle point's going to close in a couple of years um and that's no better indicated by the fact that they have started restricting their hours and they've also gone up on their gate rate. Their gate rate right now is $147 a ton, which is very, very high. Um, and so as they get, as that landfill reaches capacity, you're going to see their gate rate go up and their operating hours continue to get uh, narrower and narrower. How much did the great gate rate go up? Well, I, it went, it's gone up $40 since I've been mayor. A ton. So that's that's about 30, 30, 40 percent. We'll be back and continue the conversation. Big things happening right here. Stay with us. The GNS and our call stands for Good Neighbor Station. That's been our objective since 1947. Now more than ever, count on WGNS. This is Peter Demas from Demas's Restaurant. Our family wants to wish you a Merry Christmas. Christmas is about an incredible act of love to be treasured every day of the year. It's about the sacrifice that God made for us sending His Son to this world as a man to redeem us from our sins. In Luke chapter 2 verses 10 and 11, the angels proclaimed, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. Merry Christmas from Demas's Restaurant. Schedule online, anytime. Getting an appointment with Ascension Care Teams at St. Thomas just got easier with online scheduling. Now you don't have to break away from your day to book the care you need when and where you need it. No matter where you are or what you're up to, whether you're a new patient or if you've been here before, just pick the appointment that works for you. Schedule online, anytime at getsthealthcare.com. 
Hey, it's Scott. When it comes to health, there are numbers that every man needs to know, including your testosterone number. I recommend Low T Center, where they make it quick and easy to get your levels checked, and it's only 25 bucks. You walk in, take a simple blood test, and with their on-site lab, you'll get your results in about 25 minutes. Low T levels can make you feel tired and grumpy. They can cause a lack of motivation and drive. It can raise your cholesterol, cause weight gain, and loss of muscle mass. Go to LowTCenter.com right now to book your appointment online. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. If you're looking for an authentic relationship with financial experts who genuinely care about your unique needs, Capstar Bank is for you. Capstar Bank is dedicated to the people of this community. Capstar Bank wants to help you reach your financial goals. Because at Capstar Bank, you matter to us. Capstar Bank, 2230 Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard, capstarbank.com, member FDIC, equal housing lender, Broadcasting to every nook and cranny of Rutherford County's 618 square miles. FM 100.5, 101.9, and AM 1450. If we listen to an old rock and roll song, one of the phrases in it, the objects in the rearview mirror may appear larger than they are. Do you remember that one? I do. That is great, Bart. My the goodness. question is talking about throwing something off the dusty vinyl. That is <laughs> Bart coming in. I love it. Now, as we look at the 2023 successes and yeah. some that didn't happen, as you look in that rearview mirror, what do you think were the major issues of this past year, and did they turn out the way you wanted? It's obviously, the major issue for the county. Um, the issue was the unfortunate need we had to pay for all the growth that has been funded on the county's credit card for several years. Um, when I came into office, and I've said this before, I inherited a $64 million budget deficit, and that's, not, that's, that, that's intolerable. That's completely unacceptable. And so um, I unfortunately have the dubious distinction of being uh, the most conservative mayor of Rutherford County is probably elected, and yet I get to do probably one of the more unconservative things you can do, and that is raise property taxes. The alternative was something even worse, which is not to pay our bills. And so Rutherford County is going to pay its bills. Um, and so the rearview mirror is, you know, did we do the right thing in raising property taxes and basically clearing the decks and ensuring um, a sound physical uh, approach to how we're going to deal with the growth of this county. And that the answer is, I think, yes. I think uh, the mayor's office and the county commission have done a remarkable job in that regard. And I, while I regret that we raised property taxes, I'm proud that we did the right thing because I have no doubt that it was the right thing to do given the choices that we have. Um, so that was that was certainly that was the elephant in the room. But the answer, the real answer, won't come until after January the ninth. Yeah. So what happens? Uh, so the the what wasn't done was we we asked the delegation in last year or this past year's general assembly to assist Rutherford County with the same tool, like I've said before, that they've already given the cities of Murfreesboro, Smyrna, and Laverne, and that they've already given Williamson and Williamson County. Uh, they refused. The, uh, the General Assembly said, no, we're not going to do that. Um, and uh, 
Um, so that is the obviously continues to be the elephant in the room because it drives everything. Uh, everything that we do is based on how do we pay for it. And um, so we've got that in front of us. I'm sure people are wondering, how did they get it approved and we didn't? Well, it's a long, complicated story. It goes back to 2006 when Jimmy Nafee, the uh, Speaker of the House, uh, brought into his uh, conference room the home builders, the realtors, the developers, uh, the Tennessee Municipal League, and they crafted this deal. What's interesting, in 2004, there were 12 private acts that were considered by the General Assembly that had to deal with impact fees and development taxes for counties. Rutherford County was one of those 12. All 10 of the 12 private acts passed. Two of them failed. Rutherford Counties was one of the two that failed. How did we lose and the others gained? I'm not willing to say just yet. You know? I do. Okay. We'll find out soon, hopefully. I do know. Looking ahead, we have about uh, 10 seconds. Any final thoughts? Uh, HelpRutherford.org if you want to get involved in making sure that your property taxes don't pay for growth. Our and, guest uh, this morning, County Mayor Joe Carr. Yeah, it's always a pleasure, Bart. Thank you for 2023. I look forward to 2024, and I really appreciate this format and the forum allowing us to reach out to the people of our wonderful and great community we live in the best community in the state and in the nation joe carr is our guest stay with us